Hello, and welcome to the Reality Blues Podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And this podcast in particular, we will be recapping The Challenge Season Tur. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Season 32. Maybe if this wasn't the ninth time we tried to get this going. Hey, that's okay. Let's do it again. You know what? Fuck it. (laughs) Let's do it again. Welcome to the Reality Blows Podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this podcast in particular, we will be recapping. (laughs) You got it. You got it. You guys, this is the ninth time we've done this intro. We're going to be recapping episode five of season 32 of The Challenge. That's Final Reckoning. And we would love it if you gave us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. It makes our day when we see it and it helps with the whole podcasting endeavor in general nick episode five of the oh sorry (laughs) i passed out i passed out it really took us a long time to get to this portion of the show a lot of false starts yeah sometimes it happens you know what a lot of the times it happens well we 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 record this directly after the show oh my god we do to be honest i'm pretty tired I'm so tired right now, Ash. (laughs) I need to go to bed. But first, we must recap this episode. I can't wait to relive this episode. Mm. It was a good app. I enjoyed this episode. So far, I'm I'm enjoying the season. I'm into the season as well. For some reason, to me, it still feels like the season hasn't started yet. I know. It does does (laughs) feel like um, build up. I guess just because there's going to be so many episodes in this season, they're really laying the groundwork for um, partner dynamics and relationships relationship details so it does feel like we're in the prelude to the actual challenge i i am feeling as though you know and i guess this is the past few seasons you know the other pieces of this trilogy have got me used to all these constant twists in yeah. in, in, in format of the game right. that i feel like it can't be a partner's challenge like right. you know what i mean like I, i'm still waiting for like the main challenge to kick in mm-hmm. i still feel like we're in a pre-twist challenge oh are you right ra- are you waiting for tj to be like okay now you don't have any partners i'm i feel like they've done that so many times that i'm waiting for them to be like okay by the way this is actually the best friend show mm. so you take all of your whatevers and you take all of your whatevers and you pick your own team you know what i mean wow i feel like there needs to be that sort of a twist we've seen the um guess what you thought you were working together but now you're actually working alone truly and, yeah. and for everybody to be like finally this is what i was waiting for have they ever done a best friend season no people have been clamoring for it though huh they've been clamoring for best friends i would be into that um yeah and the way that they're pairing people up these days seems kind of arbitrary and just kind of see what fits it really does i feel like that came up on this episode in particular and and i'd like to explore it so i guess we better start let's jump in so we start with a little previously on just letting us know that davon and jose they won their way back into the house by beating paulie and natalie paulie dropping the bomb 
on Brad that Brittany may or may not have. I mean, he said that she did. So there's no may or may not have. He said that she hooked up with Chuck in the Redemption House. This bomb is felt throughout the house as it has shaken Brad. We also get a little snippet of Kaylee and Nelson, Johnny and Angela, and then we start the show. Yep, and I believe we start with Jose and Devon, do we not? We start immediately back in the main house after Polly and Natalie have gone to the Redemption House, and this is when we are in the living, no, we are in the kitchen of the main house, and Kyle looks directly at the camera, and he says, if you come back in this house, I'm beating the shit out of you. Yeah, and uh, presumably talking about Polly. Oh, 100%. To Polly. 100%. 100%. What I found interesting is he looked at the camera and he said, if you come back into this house, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So that, you know, for a second I was like, oh, he's talking to him when he's at home watching this. And I'm like, oh, no, he's talking to him in the Redemption House. They must know. And uh, how quickly word travels, because Davon and Jose have only been there for a few, uh, you know, seems like a few minutes. Yeah, then we see. And the word is out that, yes, people are there is a feed uh, from the main house to the redemption house. Now, I then I don't 100% know if Kyle knows that. I mean, it does sound like he knows that from the fact that he looked directly in the camera and said that, but I do still think it's questionable just because I feel like Kyle is always sort of, he's got to be one of those guys that's always breaking the fourth wall and talking directly to the camera, and I feel like maybe that's just uh, a, a clip that MTV could use. They've shown him do that quite a bit on this season so yeah. far. I, I'm going to still stick with what I think. I okay. think that immediately they were like what's the redemption house like on the on the on the walk back to the house Mm, yeah and it's like it's dope actually we got a feed like to see what you guys were up to like Uh, you haven't seen us like you and and they later we see that they're wielding this power of what did they see around brilliant move by davon and jose by the way brilliant move these big brother cast members are really coming at this game strong mentally they are manipulative they are so manipulative there's so many social dynamics going on um and i think that like they have such an advantage but then nick pointed out that they don't really know how to hang yeah i I believe (laughs) i mentioned you know they're two-dimensional reality uh, competitors Uh, they got all the strategy uh, but they have none of the Um, hey, I'm going to get drunk and have sex with this person and make a great storyline. Right. Uh, You know, from as far as what I can see from Big Brother, it really is like, let's get these people cabin fever, basically put them in jail and uh, see how they can connive, uh, you know, almost in real time. Right. So then we see Davon and Jose, they're planning their strategy. They're like, we have power. We're coming into this house. We're going to use it. Basically what Nick and I were just saying. Then we see Cad, uh, Kyle and Brad. I just called them Cad. They could be Cad. <laughs> they might be Brile. <laughs> we see Brile. They're shaken. They're in the kitchen. They're somewhere in the main house. They are upset. Kyle's worried. Um, you know, what's going to happen with Brad? Is he going to be broken from this news? Brad says something about calling a law and Nick was like, oh, write that down, write that down. Oh, he was like, uh, Brad was like talking about the Polly situation, was like, you know what? Uh, pff, hey, man, if the, the dude wants to come back in this house and he wants to, you know, fight me, basically, well, he can fight me, get kicked off the show, and who knows? They, he might receive a, a letter from my lawyer. 
So I just thought it was funny, or not funny, interesting, that old man dad Brad, uh, I've never heard somebody say like, yeah, you can come fight me in this house, that's fine, but I'm going to sue you. Like, yeah. I have not heard that yeah. on this show. Has it, didn't Brad get a, um, maybe the worst, second worst beatdown in the he, challenge history? I would say it didn't look so bad, but the next day uh, he was beaten up by Darrell quite a bit. Like, yeah. he, he just was swollen. Now, I wonder if the lawyer bit has something to do with experience, past experience. Experience. I don't think so. I doubt those guys sued each other. Uh, they because they Brad, were good friends. Brad came out of that really sorry because he forced Darrell to have to go home. I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't force him, but he really he really pushed him into fighting him uh, that night. That takes us to the pool where Johnny Bananas and Angela from Bad Girls Club are canoodling. Canoodling. They are. They're doing the classic full body rub. They are. Constantly putting lotions on one another. <laughs> Wrapped two. up Constantly. in each other's arms. We see some lip-on-lip action, yeah. which means it's serious, people. Yeah, they're kissing. If you're kissing on the mouth, mm-hmm. that means emotions are involved. Then we see freaking Derek's head pop out and go like, oh, that was my girlfriend. And I, I mean, he's just like a soundbite guy. I don't know what he is doing on this show. As it is being pointed out in this episode and the episode before, he is not a good competitor. But he does seem like just ready to be on a talking head show. You know, like a I love the 90s he, thing. He, eh, he ain't funny. Yeah, you're not a fan. Uh, no, Derek is is a wet noodle, and uh, honestly, that's his storyline. Yeah. So, okay, let's see what happens. That brings us to the next day. Um, Johnny, Angela, and Faith are all chatting. Um, they're just they're getting to know each other. Angela and Faith. They seem like they have a really good bond in this game, which is good, which is great because on X on the Beach, they were at each other's throats. So they seemed like they came into this house and they were like, we are going to have each other's back. Actually, we're not really seeing anything really from I just them. always see them together. Yeah, they're together for six seconds an episode. It's just, I'm not getting anything from like a lot of these along. people. Yeah, I sure. Feel like they're close. Nah, their whole storylines are about relationships that they're Nick, having in the house. Let me embellish what I'm seeing no. and create projections meaning onto it i'm just saying we're seeing a limited amount of storyline and a limited amount of character in each episode so far limited people are being excluded almost all together mm-hmm. you really didn't see any i saw marie in interviews i didn't see her once walking around the house i didn't see anisa once <laughs> where is anisa <laughs> So this is when Tony has his little chance in his interview to say that he does not believe Faith um, has feelings for Johnny. And you know what? Nick agreed. Uh, Because at the moment, I was kind of analyzing their relationship. And I was like, oh, you know, uh, poor Angela. Um, But then I kind of realized, well... Angela, every time in any of her interviews, when she's in the interview chair, as we learned, is what they call it. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm not supposed to say confessionals. We'll talk about... Yes, but it was actually mentioned for the first time, what are you going to say in your interview chair? That's and true. so that must be how they uh, throw that around as a cast. Oh. We'll, we'll get into that later. Let's oh, talk about that. I have something that. to say about that. Think about it, because okay. this happens towards the end of the episode. Okay. Let me get back to this point. Okay. Anytime Angela has been in the interview chair, yeah. she uh, has been like, Johnny's so cool and he's handsome and he's cute and he's funny. And honestly, he's the best person in this game. So it's not bad to have him on my team. That's how every interview with her regarding Johnny has ended so far on this show. That is the only reason that she's with him. And uh, that's fine. And I was like, well, Johnny, you know, he's also using this relationship too. I, I was upset about the relationship until I realized that, no, he needs a vote. And he knows it too. And he might not like her at all. 
I feel like this is a mutually beneficial relationship, and I almost feel like the cards are on the table. I almost I feel, feel like they both realize that. I feel like these two are cut from the same cloth, and I think that there's a real love connection happening. Let's move on. That cloth is how to get a vote. Exactly. That's what I mean. They're yeah, like, And they're, I think they realize that, and I think they're fine with it. But I think that that could also lead to something real. They're like two birds of a feather. All right. You convinced me. They're probably going to get married. <laughs> That brings us to sort of a, I guess we will just call this a workout segment. We see Cara Maria running by, Cam working out, Tori working out, a bunch of men standing around weights. Um, we have this chance for Tori to, uh, you know, say once again that she hates her partner. We see Joss and Sylvia working out. Joss is kind of coaching Sylvia. And this just seems to be like a lead up to the next scene, which is um, CT and and Shane sitting on the balcony chatting about uh, their mem- their partners. CT thinks Shane and Nelson have a shot. And Shane's like, I think you and Veronica have a shot. And then CT just uses that as an opportunity to complain about Veronica. Yeah, and that's been his uh, how he's chosen to use his opportunities Yeah, uh, throughout this series. That's, this seems to be the storyline that we're going to get from CT. But I mean, like, of course Veronica's not doing well. Her partner is literally going around dogging her 24-7. She even comes out on the balcony and, like, he's like, oh, you're going to work out today? You're going to work out today? And she's like, no. And then we're like, CT, all you're doing is smoking and drinking. No one's see- We're not seeing you work out. I'm pretty sure maybe we saw him once. I, I mean, but he just seems to be kind of a little bit out of shape, su- sunglasses on inside, uh, you know, glass of wine in his hand, yeah. ab- asking Veronica, please, would you work out with me? It, it He's se- not working out. No, it seems like they are both working out in the ways that they are most comfortable. Team smoke. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know exactly what, what's going on, but we're definitely not seeing this like powerhouse workout from CT. I mean, just do a push up and then maybe I would feel like you have, um, you know, something to stand on. But yeah. while all this is happening, Nick looks at me and he says, are they setting us up for these two to win? And then you waited a second and you said, or are they going home? Yeah, I felt like uh, at this point, this storyline in the grand scheme of things seems so minute as far as the game. Yeah. You know, like, oh, my partner stinks. Like, yeah, we we get that. Every season there's a partner that stinks. But why every episode is nine minutes dedicated to, to CT bitching about his partner and that's when I started to realize this is going to come to fruition pretty soon or they're building some sort of a redemption story. I will say that um, something that's fun about watching television with Nick is that, and by fun I mean pretty exhausting, is that whenever whatever reality show we're watching, he tries to base the outcome um, off of edits made in like the first 10 minutes of the episode. We're telling stories here, people. Okay, there <laughs> needs to be some sort of a beginning, a middle, and an end to these stories. Every episode is a contained story, okay? So we got to set the groundwork for what's going to happen at the end. Back to working out. We see Jose and Brad. They have just finished their workout. And Brad is like, man, you got to tell me like what happened in the redemption house. Jose is like, what do you want to know? Just ask me directly. Brad asks questions. And then Jose just throws Brittany under the bus. Yeah. Or does he fabricate a whole bunch of things he fabricated a whole bunch of things yeah i think there's a difference there i think when you're throwing somebody on the bus there's something to throw like but there is something to throw he can talk about the twerking he can he can embellish these details and and that's what i thought was brilliant about jose's move uh the first 
uh, three fourths of what he told Brad actually happened. Yeah, he go. He says, "Well, yeah, it's like you know, we were doing a lot of sort of getting to know you situations. Right. And she was sort of using that to sort of confess more feelings about him, which." That was happening. There was a truth or dare game mm-hmm. in which Jose and Devon constructed just to turn Brittany against her partner. I think Jemmy, that was Jemmy's idea to start it. Yes, but I think yes. that everyone jumped on as a way to create a schism between Brittany and Chuck. Right. They were planning this for, for a while. Yeah. Um, and so not only that, he brings he brings that up. He brings up the fact that Chuck brings her coffee in the morning and even brings up the real tension that chuck has which is to mend the team relationship right and then this is where things go a little left he also mentions their handshake i don't i i didn't i didn't hear that yeah he's like they got like a little a secret handshake or something i don't know and then he says i think um she's using you to feel to fill the void from chuck right but she mentions first he mentions first okay i want to go back because i was building something oh okay okay so once he mentions the thing about chuck and the coffee in the morning he goes yes chuck was doing it just to build like a teammate relationship she was using that to get him to have feelings for her again Mm. so that's where that doesn't happen right uh, really everything is sort of constructed in the house you know, for this exact moment to sort of create a schism between Brad and Brittany and also a schism between Chuck and Brittany. And it honestly works. Yeah. Um, Things have been fractured. But that that brilliance of basing that that little lie Mm -hmm. in all that fact, all that truth. You really appreciate the I do. you really appreciate the art of a lie. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm starting to appreciate the big brother mentality. You like the crafting. Let's not forget Paulie immediately coming in yeah to the redemption house last episode and going guess what i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck everybody up i don't care i'm throwing everybody under the bus tells mm-hmm. Brittany that in the redemption house actually does it in a in a way that is very believable it brings us to the moment we're talking about right now these mm-hmm. big brother people mm-hmm. there's something they're, to watch out for they're planting seeds that's when Brad says he wants to make a phone call. We'll learn about that phone call later. Then we have a commercial break, bumpity bumpity bum, which takes us directly to the balcony where Nelson and Faith are chatting. And it's edited to look like Kaylee and Cam are watching this happen. And I was like, this is so fake. And then Kaylee's like, ah, Faith should feel like a dirty little slut right now. And I was like, oh, maybe this really is happening. Maybe Cam and Kaylee really are watching Nelson and Faith lightly banter yeah and uh honestly uh, this is a storyline in this episode that i don't care about (laughs) i don't i don't we got a lot of it the nelson kaylee thing we got Uh, so much of the nelson kaylee thing honestly i don't buy kaylee liking nelson i feel like her um reality tv show as far as the love game goes too strong yeah i mean she's an ex on the beach person and that entire game is kind of tricking people to sleep with you and vice versa it's like a it's like they're using that's the sole part of the game is some sort of fake relationship that you create while you're on the show to right. get on the next show. I, I, and honestly, Kaylee's been kind of, you know, uh, 
not the nicest character on the challenge. I mean, she's yes, she got bullied, being... quote unquote. But every time we see her with Nelson, she's upset with him. They're never kissing. They're never holding hands. They're never even joking with each other. It's just her upset with him. And they actually play that clip from the uh, uh, reunion, reunion the Vendetta's. last reunion, yeah, where she was like, I, I don't give a fuck about him or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's what... an obsessive asshole. Or yeah, something. something. He's a lunatic. Yeah, yeah he called her, called her a lunatic. Called him a lunatic. I think she called him an obsessive lunatic, which is, yeah. oof, God. That's a lot. That's hard. As an obsessive person, if uh, if an ex called me out as obsessive, it would really yeah. strike at my core. And honestly, as a lunatic, that gets me pissed. <laughs> I'm going to freak out when the moon comes out. <laughs> so then we see Davon and Jose and Faith chatting. And Faith is basically, um, a, you know, reaching out. She's giving these these two an olive branch. She's saying the, uh, the rookies are being targeted in the house. Um, but there's more of us than there are of the old timers. So basically, let's make an alliance. I want I won't throw you in. Don't throw us in. And we get Jose just being like, I really trust Faith. She's got good vibes. Not a word from Davon. Not a word. Is that suspect? To me, it is. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Davon is convinced by Faith. Then we just get this very quick flash of um, sort of Zach, Brad, and Johnny in the kitchen, which I guess is to uh, remind us who Faith is talking about, because then it immediately goes to Devon saying, um, we're going to use the info from the Redemption House to our advantage to Jose. Jose, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, and uh, honestly, they are in position to do that right now. It's brilliant to go in there and be like, hey, we know things because there is a feed from this house directly into our house. I mean, you can use that for for any situation. You can be like, hey, Car Maria, Tori is actually talking about you behind your back. And then boom, it's like their word against Tori's. Yeah. You know, and you can do it in, in, in I don't know, you could just, it seems like a power move. Um, and a good one at that. Have they done this before? This is a new thing. Showing people stuff? Yeah, this no, feed. No, it because feels very we, we big talked brother-ish. about it. No, no, it's it's very X on the beach. It's oh, very that's right. uh, what do you call it? What are we Shack of Secrets. Shack of Secrets Thank where you. we're getting little bits of information. That takes us to the daily, which is called Shark Bait. We are told that these waters are the most shark-infested waters in the entire world and that the challengers will be dangling above them on giant slabs of meat. Um, now, um, they really, you know, at the end of this challenge, they congratulate all the people to participate. Hey, you're all our winners because you actually decided to do this. I think if they really wanted to sell me on there are sharks in this water, they should have showed them signing some sort of extra waiver mm. or something. Or You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if it didn't mean anything and it was just a stunt signing, I want to see somebody sign their life away. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, ooh, they're actually going to show if something happens. Yeah. Also, in the sizzle reel for the show, you would have seen some sort of shark situation. Yeah, I was <laughs> Like surprised. if something were to happen, you know? I was surprised that there were um, no actual footages of footage of sharks. Yeah, there was no shark. I mean, it was just no shark an, footage. Uh, they could just say that about every time they're over right, water. You know right. what I mean? It's it's weird. These waters are infested with. And let's be honest, they're not. Those particular waters are not. There were no sharks there. They weren't gonna watch somebody's leg get chopped off Mm-mm. for this thing. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, they'll just let Tony rupture his spleen jumping from one thing to another over water, but they're not letting anybody get eaten by a shark. We learned that this challenge, shark bait 
is a purge challenge. That's right. Whoever does the worst goes home. TJ says, if you lose, you go straight to the redemption house. And you know who's at that redemption house? It's Polly. And then there's this whole thing about, like, Polly's crazy. Don't want to be around nice with Polly. He might lose it. People are a little shaken up by Polly. It's interesting that TJ is bringing up Polly's um, sort of combustive nature right here as a threat for the challengers that are about to compete. You know, I feel like that's how it was edited and that's how it was meant to be taken. What I feel like we were seeing are from the from the contestants, the challengers in the man house, I feel like the reactions we were seeing were them going, I don't want to hang out with that guy for a week. It's <laughs> more fun here, just like us and the guy who's weird and new and yeah. freaking out on people. And then a lot of, you know, a little bit of Brad's sort of, I don't want to go there and have to be, for uh, you know, uh, challenged every day to fight just so this guy so I could throw a punch at this guy and go home like it I don't think anybody was like physically afraid to go to the redemption house yeah and they shouldn't be so basically how this works is you have um, a series of these giant um, plastic stakes and ropes and you want to make it from one platform over to the other by swinging from these um, little obstacles slash uh, hanger. I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for Stakes? here? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like what would you call the stake? What is that? It's like a big piece of steak, <laughs> but this one was, was wooden. You're just swinging from one thing to the next trying to make it to the next Yeah, platform. it's like a Tarzan swing a Tarzan all the way over swing. except every other rope ha- was a, had a big stake on it, and on <laughs> the stake were like rock climbing like a uh, foot. Yeah, so you can hold on. on And so it's just basically like, can you get over to the other side? The shark infested waters, get it? There are stakes in the air, kind of like for sharks, also high stakes. Right. And uh, I think Car Maria made that. She does. It's just get to the other side. Now, now there is. You have two. uh, There are two people that have to get to the other side. Right. So two. It's two teams at a time. Try and do this, but both partners have to make it to the other side for it to count. As soon as one partner drops into the water, the whole team gets that score. Uh, You know, I think if you figured out, uh, if you were able to do it, and you could, going through every challenge ever in the history of the show, um, I think the most mimicked challenge that we see over and over again is uh you got you have to you're on one platform over the ocean you have to get to the other platform yeah. over the ocean yeah or the wherever you are uh and by rope sometimes you're jumping on backs of cars sometimes yeah. it's like monkey bars but it's like can you hold your own weight yeah over the ocean from one platform to the other you right. see this over and you see it multiple times a season i feel over and over and over again and this one just happened to have a big uh comically sized stakes every other row. yeah they're really going for the comedy here <laughs> um our first team is uh first teams up are amanda and zach and joss and sylvia amanda takes this opportunity to remind us that her and Joss are, in fact, hooking up. Yes. I forgot. I haven't seen these two at all. I also forgot that. Um, Zach falls first after the third stake. Zach, I mean, come on. What are all those muscles for? What's going on there? I feel like Zach talks a big game, and then he couldn't hold himself up to the end. Amanda got across. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I'm like, how come? You know, I always hear something from Zach along the lines of, uh, I had nothing left in the tank in my arms. Yeah. Or like my arms were completely shot at this point. Yeah. And it's like halfway through the rope you got thing. big arms, baby. Yeah. He also is a the tallest competitor. 
Right. You know, it takes a lot of blood to circulate through that body. You know what yeah. I mean? Or and maybe he, also- he might not be the tallest. Is he taller than CT and Tony? Mm, who knows? I don't know. I bet he is taller than Tony and not taller than CT. Mm, interesting. So Joss gets to the other side. Sylvia falls. Joss and Amanda both get to the other side. Amanda f- continues it out, even though Zach has fallen. Joss and Amanda smooch. Next up, Brad and Kyle. You know, it it is worth mentioning here that Joss does kind of help uh, Amanda onto the platform, not his teammate. Yeah, but she he was already Sylvia. at the end. Sylvia was like, Joss didn't help me at all. And it's like, right. yeah, he didn't. And she was like, she helped Amanda. He helped Amanda. But it's like, he just helped Amanda get over. To, and it's already null and void at that point because Zach has fallen in. Who cares? I totally agree with you. They spent at least three minutes of this entire show kind of throwing the dynamics of these yeah. two relationships. They're going to go home next week or something like that. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to win, but they are, are, they are showing us the breakup between these two. Uh, they started it a couple of scenes ago talking about the working out. And now we're seeing uh, that her in the interview chair complaining about how Josh just left her there. Just left me there. Didn't help me. And I, then helped up Amanda, not even his teammate. How's that going to win us a million dollars? I want to find Sylvia compelling. I want to. I liked her. I, I always want to find her compelling. And then I feel every time we get an interview from her, she is complaining about something. And not in a fun way. She's not not like making fun of people she's just seems upset you know what what's that she's whiny Ooh. she's a little whiny she's kind of like i don't understand you know she's like why are they doing this like you know there's a lot of like being on the defensive fighting. yeah she's feeling i i think she feels inadequate on this show honestly i mean this is a lot of very physical people she on this shouldn't. show she had such a great showing against melissa reeves international dj last season in that wrestling pit and yet I totally forgot about that, and when I think of her, I do think of her as a wet mop. Okay, we got a wet noodle and a wet mop so far in the episode. Next up, Brad and Kyle, CT and Veronica. Veronica falls, never makes it to the first stake. Um, someone was saying pre- pray for CT. What was that about? Oh, uh, somebody did not say that. So, uh, oh, CT, it popped up on the screen. Yeah, CT said pray for me Yeah, uh, when he looked at the camera uh, before Veronica tried to make her attempt. And uh, then it just popped up on the screen, freeze frame and a bunch of fun colors. Hashtag pray for CT. Pray for me that my partner can make it across. Yes. Not pray for my partner. Well, you know, this is the CT uh, team. This yeah. is the team. It's either CT wins it or CT loses because of Veronica. That That is that is what's going on in CT's head right now. I want more Veronica. So far, Veronica is just being CT's verbal punching bag. Hold your horses there because at the end of the show, we're getting a lot of Veronica. Now, Veronica falls quickly. She yes. says she falls because look at her. She's short. CT She's doesn't tiny. realize this. CT kind of moves ahead a little bit, kind mm-hmm. of lets Veronica be on her own. She can't get her grip. She can't mm-hmm. make the pull. She falls right in the shark infested ocean ct is not thinking like he is a partner he is thinking like he is an individual he should have stayed on the second rope and pushed the stake towards veronica nick you back down right now and that's what i was saying about josh and sylvia <laughs> i mean joss joss and sylvia not josh God, nick look so heated all it's... i'm saying is you're making my point okay joss left sylvia hanging out there like a wet towel on the <laughs> Hunk of meat. What do we got? Wet noodle, wet mop, and wet towel? There's a lot of wet things. Okay, so Brad and Kyle, they make it over. 
they are coming out to be the team to beat. These two can do no wrong. They're working well together, and they're winning. They are dominating challenges. God, I live to see Bryle embrace each other when they come in first <laughs> in a challenge. Maybe. We don't know yet. Maybe they didn't. Crad. Crad or Bryle. <laughs> what are we going to do here? Um, Davon and Jose, they go up against Angela and Faith. Jose can't swim. They play that horrible clip from him from Champs vs. Stars. This is like... I I find this upsetting. Like, this guy cannot swim. And every time they show the clip, they then have all these people making fun of the fact he can't swim. Leave him alone. Okay? He can't, he, he, he's, he's trying. I'm not even a fan of Jose. I just feel bad for the guy because he clearly did not grow up swimming. Like, let's just let that, just stop making fun of him. Well, as CT said in his interview, he's playing with the hand that he was dealt, okay? Uh, you know, Veronica did not make it. She couldn't even get to the first one. He needs somebody else to not be able to get to the first one. And so while Jose is trying to make the attempt to, to grab onto that first stake, or is it a rope? I think the first one's a stake. Okay, and then, when it's they a rope. then they grab onto yeah. the stake. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, CT is screaming from the bottom. From uh, he's like, don't do it. No, wait, can't do it. Yet. You gotta wait. And really confusing him at first. And yeah. then once he stopped, and once uh, Jose realized that they're messing with him, it still was tough for him to get a hang of it with uh, CT screaming. Yeah. But to his credit, he gets on it. Yeah. And- he actually went. He got. Two. He got to two. Yeah, he almost got halfway there. It was, it was not bad. Then he fell. And Davon was right behind him, and then she dropped in right afterwards. Yeah. Angela fell. Um, then we get... Um, oh, then we have Zach saying that Jose might be the worst male in history. M- worst male challenger in history. Zach, he got as far as you, I think. Or, like, maybe just one little swingy thing less than you. So, like, shut it. Zach seemed personally insulted that Jose couldn't swim and is on the challenge. Yeah, people need to get over that. Not everyone grows up swimming. Yeah. Okay? Um, He has a little bit of a point. I don't know why this bothers me so... You know what? You gotta be able to swim to be on the challenge. It's not that that bothers me. It's that the editing and production always puts Jose flailing to swim with people making fun of him that he can't swim. I don't like how it's edited. Okay? Yeah, I... I, All right, so if we really want to... Get Give nitpicky. it a Leroy edit. Get, Leroy if, can't swim, and no one's making fun of him about it. If we get nitpicky about it, Zach had said that in his interview while Jose couldn't, and honestly, it was mean, but comically couldn't grab that first stake. Sort of kind of like uh, mm-hmm. dancing there like mm-hmm. a child trying to grab it, and, yeah. and he was being made a fool of. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah, that was mean of him to say that, but at that point, we, we did not see that uh, Jose uh, got to the same rope. Okay, as and, and presumably, he could have said that at a different point. You're right. I don't know why I'm fending Jose. I actually kind of find him slightly... I love Jose. I think he's great on this show. Oh, yeah? And I'm disappointed that uh, he still can't really swim because that is going to bite him in the ass at some point. Okay, let's move on. We got and apparently Johnny yeah. says that uh, Jose spent two thousand dollars on swimming lessons. Yeah, that was a fun detail. I I like Jose in this season more than Champs versus Stars. Me too, hundred percent. Well, we're gonna see him do something. And he has a partner. Got a that's partner bringing out a good side of he's him. He's also got a bunch of people from Big Brother. He's not alone yeah, on this show. He's not alone. So that takes us to um, Bananas and Tony versus Shane and Nelson. Johnny says, "You know, I want Tony to feel like we're equals. I don't want him to feel like he's in." 
my shadow. I had him go first across the swingy things. Did you find that to be bullshit? I found that to be like so pompous. Just be like, you know, he's probably feeling like I'm going to overshadow him. You know, I'm this huge star. And um, it just felt like Johnny talking himself up as usual. To me, it seemed like a guy who got beat by Tony and was like, I let him win, obviously. <laughs> you know what I mean? He yeah. needed that. Because later, when they're hanging out at the bar, it doesn't seem like he has that sort oh, of mentality no. towards Not Tony. He still all. seems bitter as hell. Yeah, he seems upset. And good on Tony for standing his ground in that bar scene, which we will get to, I swear to God. So um, let's go back to the ropes. Nelson falls. Shane makes it over. Johnny and Tony both make it over. Um, TJ calls Cara Marie, uh, Cara Marie. That's right. Cara Maria and Marie are in the next group against Derek and Tony, I think it was. Um, Cara Maria is just like so upset with Marie. She says that Marie is the worst mentally because she um, needs to stop thinking about what could happen and think about what she wants. Amanda then chimes in with a little interview segment where she says, this Cara and Marie partnership isn't working because Cara does not know how to um, share uh, the spotlight doesn't know how to work on a team, blah, blah, blah. Then we go to Derek and Tori. Um, this is where um, you really get to see what people think about Derek. It's when he is competing in any of these challenges. Uh, and Johnny says to Tori, what did you ever see in this guy? Yeah, well, that's once he falls. Mm -hmm. But as he's struggling, we get Shane once again saying, this guy's built like a pro athlete, but honestly, he's got popcorn muscles. That's yeah. a quote, baby. Said he's got popcorn muscles. He looks good, but he ain't. <sighs> that's right, folks. It's over. TJ tells them, hey, I'm so proud of everyone for giving this a go. And uh, everyone really, they tried their best, but it came down to two teams. Only two teams made it across. That's Tony and Johnny and Brad and Kyle. Oh, shocking. The two strongest guy teams come in first and second. Yeah. And um, I believe that is what uh, Zach says. Shocking. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Shocking. Um, so then it's like, who's going to get the fastest time? Drum roll, please. Bum, ba -da -bum. It's Brad and Kyle. Yes. And it looked like they had the fastest time. It and did. once again, Brile embraces. <laughs> Crad. <laughs> Crad embraces. Um, that means that, unfortunately, the team that is being purged and going straight to the Redemption House is CT and Veronica. Wow. The prophecy is true. The next scene is CT and Veronica showing up at the Redemption House. CT immediately starts drinking. Veronica goes and wakes up Polly and Natalie. CT, like a Viking, busts into this door, knows exactly where the wine glasses are. A wine bottle appears in his hand, uncorked. He pours about, I don't know, half a bottle of wine into a glass and then walks outside. And Veronica just quickly scurries and does the exact same thing, but doesn't go outside. Mm -mm. She goes to talk to Polly and Natalie and she. She's like, CT is not talking to me. And then Polly is like pumped because he's like, I can't believe CT's in this house. Like he's my idol. He fucking said that. He said that. He said he's like, he's, he's a legend on this show. Yep. He, he's my idol. Yeah. What? I liked that. Honestly, I hated that. <laughs> and that's coming from a guy whose idol is CT. Why did you hate that? Uh, I just was like, man, you are looking like a straight up Mark, boy. I like that Polly does not seem to like, he just doesn't seem fake. 
I don't know, man. I guess he does. He doesn't seem fake. He seems real. And like th- saying he, that someone is your idol who is supposed to be your peer. Like that's sort of like a, a weak ass move. But coming from Polly, it felt like he was owning it. Well, what was happening there was he was like, oh, my God, like I'm in the redemption house. And so is CT. Like that makes me feel better because he's like a legend. And like, I don't feel so bad. This guy's in here. Like that's how I kind of took it. Mm. So then Polly goes down to talk to CT. They're chatting. And um, CT says to Polly, like, you know, you know what it's like to have like a partner like this. You know, basically saying like, you know what it's like to have a shitty partner. He literally says, you know what it's like to to get sent here because of your partner. Oh, is that what he said? And and honestly, Natalie was the reason both times that he was sent to the redemption house so he wasn't he wasn't wrong Polly tells ct that veronica's upstairs crying and then ct's like yeah she's probably putting on churches no no he goes hey she probably put turning on the water works huh I'm, i bet you she'll open a few churches too oh he said open a few churches yes, yes. i was like is this some sort of boston lingo i don't know about I, I've, I've never really heard that too but for, for using the context clues i believe he's like yeah like she's so great like she's gonna open up some churches to oh. sell her point that she's so sad she's a martyr great. she's martyring herself gotcha 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 so then the four of them are all kind of hanging out drinking and ct asks veronica straight up like we're such a great team on paper why aren't we winning and veronica's like i don't know why don't you tell me and he's like i don't know and veronica's like like, okay, why don't you pretend I'm not in the room? What would you say? And he's like, I don't know. And then she said, are you going to say that when you're in the interview chair? Yes. And once again, the interview chair. And that's when CT's like, no, nah, I'm going to say I fucking hate you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, no, in the interview chair, I'm going to talk about how much I hate you. And then cuts to his interview chair and he's talking about how much he hates her. So, I mean, at least she, he was uh, he can't he was uh, honest. Um, but, uh, this is when things started to feel way more, uh, real. Now, I just want to make a quick point, which I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about the interview chair, which is Veronica calls it the interview chair. I also learned from Veronica that you're not supposed to call it a confessional, that it's an interview. So she seems to be like dishing out all the definitions. She's got all the jargon, bro. Now, when CT is having this sort of breakdown and he leaves the room, Nick says to me, CT is mad at the show. Yeah. Yeah, because he go he at one point uh, during his the beginning of this rant, um, he sort of looks around and goes, he's like, he's like, for what, for what? Because I, because I said you were a weak player and I voted you win. That was referring to mm-hmm. last season. Mm-hmm. That's why he's paired up with her now. That's not necessarily a vendetta. Nah. That's what how you play the game. He's looking around at production and the show and being like. You fucked me out of a half a million dollars mm-hmm. for some reason because you paired me up with Veronica when you could have made that play for anybody else in that. I, mm-hmm. I win every season. I'm throwing people in every season. And every season I throw somebody in that's way stronger than Veronica. Why am I paired with Veronica other than this? Yeah. And, and he's taking it out on Veronica because he can't take it out on the producers. Yeah, it's real sad. And Veronica's whole thing, and she's pr- basically saying this. She's like, honestly, I'm not really... She has even said, like, I don't... I feel like I let him down yeah i feel like i let myself down she takes a break she didn't give a shit about herself she isn't quitting because she doesn't want him to go home she um is panicking about the game because she doesn't want him to lose it has nothing to do with her and that and that 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 dream that nightmare that she had that shane also brought up on this episode where she had a nightmare that she was paired with ct and everything was horrible right before the show and, and it's happening and this is something that she is uh, subconsciously and now consciously yeah. uh, fearing is letting this man in particular down and it's happening. Ah, uh, poor V. That takes us to the main house 
Guess what they're doing? First night out. They're we're drinking. going into we're the partying. town. We're hanging. They're dancing. We're dancing. They're all dressed up. They are going to have a basic shit show. You know, basically someone's going to get in a fight. Obviously. When has this ever happened and things haven't gone down the tubes? Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, this one ended as good this as was, any of them end. This really. was pretty tame, but we still got some fights that we will get into. Oh, so yeah. we start with um, Tori and Johnny talking shit about Brittany to Brad. I was like, what are you doing, Tori? I thought you guys were friends. Then we see Kyle and Brad bonding. Then we see Cara Maria eating alone then we see classic <laughs> then we see johnny and tony and johnny is like up in tony's face johnny is heated okay and tony's standing his ground and johnny's saying i would have never done that to you and tony was like i had to do it i would have looked like a bitch if i didn't do it and then johnny's like you're my little brother and tony's like i ha you know you don't treat me like an equal i had to make that move i made that move and then we see nelson drunkenly talking to angela and faith kaylee giving nelson you know, dagger eyes. She says that he's hurting her feelings, which takes us back to the main house. Everyone is drunk. Kaylee is yelling that she doesn't want to talk to Nelson. Nelson's just trying to work it out, y'all. Yeah, Nelson really has feelings for Kaylee, and I don't know. I'm feeling bad for Nelson me once too. again on this show. Yeah. Nelson has got me feeling bad for him. When's Nelson going to get a win? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. This guy has a terrible house game. <sighs> I falling for women for he shouldn't be falling for. Making alliances with people who are going to stab him in the back eventually. This man needs a reboot. You know what this man needs? He's not as fun. He's not as interesting. He's not as goofy when Corey and Hunter aren't there. Yeah. His two best friends. Not not having Corey there is going to ruin this guy's game. But honestly, having Corey there ruins it faster. So, I, you know, I don't know. I think that's just kind of like team, uh, team loser. Having Corey there ruins his house game. Having Corey there ups his um, interview game. He yeah. gets so fucking funny in interviews when he's talking about his love for Corey. Yeah, that is that is fun, and I love his love for Hunter yeah. uh, back in uh, uh, Dirty 30 or that whatever that was. I think it was Invasion, yeah. So, honestly, in this scene, basically, he's ba he, uh, uh, Kaylee at the bar noticed that Nelson was uh, buying drinks for Angela and Faith, and earlier we mentioned that uh, there was something, some sort of flirting between Nelson and Faith that Kaylee was privy to, it has all come to a head when all this alcohol rushes through the blood of these two cast members. And Kaylee basically is saying, you know, you disrespect me. You got no respect. You're flirting with other people. I don't like the way you talk to other girls in front of me. That's disrespectful. She mentions in her interview, if the tables were turned, Nelson would be so pissed at me. And I believe her. Yeah. I do believe that that is true. And she's just kind of like, F you, get out of my face. Walk away. Nelson Walk keeps away. saying, I fancy you. I fancy you. Oh, I really so fancy funny. you. No, no, no. I first, I, last week, I thought he was kind of goofing around when he was saying that to, yeah. to her and then uh then he's like no no you don't understand like i fancy you and then later he's like i, I really do i fancy you listen you i don't fancy any other girls in this house if i if none of them are the fancies you're the fanciest one around like is, he, him, is that him like taking on british slang and attempt to communicate with kaylee yes i don't think she he thinks that she would understand any other terminology <laughs> you know what i mean that takes us to the next morning where you know fuck it once again we have kaylee and nelson chatting trying to work it out blue bitty blah but he bloops then we get the scene that really left us on a cliffhanger that's I'm, right I'm, I'm disappointed we didn't get to see this full thing 
I'm shocked as well. As soon as the credits started popping up under Brad's face, hey, I was like, you know how the, dare you? you know, yeah, you know what pisses me off about the credits on this show? They like speed them real quick, like really like in the corner. And it's mm-hmm. like they're going really fast. So if you're not looking, you don't realize that yeah. the show's about to end. Yeah. But, uh, so but- we see Brad sit down and he calls Brittany. He FaceTimes her. Brittany's all smiles. She's so cute. She's got that energy. She's like, I've been waiting all day for you. And then Brad's like, hey, we got to talk. And she's like, great, we're going to talk. And he's like, no, we really got to talk. And then her face drops. Drops and boom, freeze frame. That's how we're ending it. That's, That's how we're, how we're ending it. it. Another episode in the books. Oh, man. And what an episode. I give it, I'm going to go ahead and give it um, two Ruthies. And one Kellyanne. What do you got? Uh, here's what I'm going to give it. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Can't think of anybody. You guys, email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We just got a great wreck um, of something to watch from a listener that we will be talking about on Monday's pod. You can find us on Twitter at realityblowspod. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. As always, rate us five stars on the Apple Pod app, and may the TJ be with you. And also, sharks. <laughs>